0: Welcome to episode 17 of a tale of two singles. This episode is all about online dating with special guest and salt founder Paul Ryder. We also have a listener medical mayhem story, what a treat, and the two of us lose it a bit. (laughs) Sorry about that. Enjoy. One, two, three, woo!
1: Hello! (laughs) Hi! Oh guys, we struggle to start this podcast so much, and then when we get into it, we can't stop talking. Yeah, I
0: know, every time, I don't know what happens. And it's like, because we always chat, so I don't understand why, just putting a microphone is the pressure,
1: I think. I always say press record, and then it just didn't work. So that was so hard as (laughs) that. This is making it really awkward.
0: Well, welcome to episode 17. I always feel like
1: your hot water is going to be really nice. I'm going to move
0: my hot water bottle. Sorry.
1: (laughs) It's cold guys. Winter is truly upon us.
0: He's also a slight period pain reliever.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. No relief for you. <laughs> but yes, welcome to episode 17 of A Tale of Two Singles. <laughs> thought you were gonna say something there. <laughs> so I know some of you guys have been really excited about this one because it's all about online dating. We have a very special interview with Paul Ryder, who's the co-founder of Salt, the Christian dating app.
0: Yeah, and actually quite a few of you got in touch with us after the final session that we put out with the interview with the lads. And because we mentioned online dating and that, quite a few of you got in touch with us about online dating, which is actually quite exciting Mm -hmm. because we fully cover a huge amount of what you guys wrote into us about yeah this episode
1: so we thought we'd share a couple of the messages we got because yeah. we thought they were great and very insightful um so one of them she writes just listening to the latest podcast and so chuffed you're talking about online dating i did online dating for a while before i told anyone i was ashamed and i didn't know any other christian girls who were on online dating just some thoughts um successes i think if you can come away from a date knowing more about yourself or what you're looking for that's a mark of success at the end of the day dating is getting to know someone else but also getting to know what's important to you in a relationship Um, and then her other point was whether online dating is okay I think it's interesting that some of the guys said people put their best selves forward on online dating and that it is also said it's quite superficial I think in some ways it's not too different to meeting someone in real life i.e., you're both probably trying to put your best selves forwards and you are likely going to be attracted to what you see which can be quite superficial so actually at the end of the day I don't think it's that different I hope that makes sense thanks for bringing up the conversation
0: yeah, and I think that actually does make perfect sense. And this is something that we, both of these, are discussed in this coming mm-hmm. episode.
1: Yeah, which is and really I think, exciting. yeah, it makes me, I can totally relate to it, but also I feel like it's really sad that there is a sense of shame around being on online dating because actually... I don't think it should be there at all. So yeah, we do cover that. But also, don't be ashamed be on online dating.
0: Absolutely. The other bit of feedback that we got was saying that um, online dating is something that somebody had thought about lots this year too. um, And said, I've come to the view that it's best used as an introduction tool to get introduced to people you might not usually meet. But in... (laughs) <laughs> I can't read it, i I'm sorry. But not as in a way to get to know someone. So basically they're saying that they think that online dating is a good platform to getting to know people, and then from there you get to have those conversations yeah, and actually meet somebody. So rather than having all the emphasis on meeting someone on that online forum, it's a tool to get to know people that you wouldn't necessarily get to meet, which is great. But then this person also goes on to say, I also think that we have to make sure we're online dating for the right reasons. Mm. I realised that... I realised... Oh, my word, I can't
1: do it. <laughs> do you want me to take over? Yeah, okay. please do. Um, yes. Yeah, so I realised last year that I was online dating because although I did truly believe I was going to get married, I didn't believe that it could happen through meeting someone in person. <laughs> idiot church sorry Geraldine is reaching for her glass of gin wondering if she can drink the gin or if it's going to be too noisy and it was really hilarious to watch um I'm sorry we really appreciate this email and we're completely murdering it but (laughs)
0: this
1: (laughs) this person is saying they didn't believe that it could happen from meeting someone in person um and it was perhaps as though they thought that God needed a bit of help in making it happen Um, And she writes, I came off online dating sites until I got to a point where I believed that it was well within God's possibility for me to meet someone in person. I went back into online dating in a more relaxed way, feeling less like it's the only way of meeting someone. Um, So that's really interesting too, just having faith in God that if you want something to happen, it can happen. Um, (laughs) He doesn't need online dating, but he also can use it. So kind of her key thoughts were actually online dating (laughs) is great for an introductory tool, but not the sole means of actually getting to know someone um which i think is really interesting
0: are you okay i'm know so sorry i don't know what's happened we like this this introduction has been a bit chaotic it has should we just
1: jump into this let's interview? go to the interview
0: i promise it was not as bad as this beginning has been <laughs> in fact it's quite good let's think.
1: hand over to the interview
0: hi guys hi. nice to chat thank you for having me thanks
1: for joining us yeah thank you so much we appreciate it
2: no it's great to be and have a conversation
1: yeah, would you like to just introduce yourself first? Let everyone know who you are.
2: Okay, uh, yeah, my name's um, Paul uh, Ryder. I'm, uh, I suppose, the reason I'm, I'm speaking to you guys, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the founder of a dating app, a dating relationship app called Salt. Um, I'm married to Sophie. Um, I've got a little baby daughter. And uh, yeah, so I run Salt with my um, business partner, Chris, and he's uh he's sort of the 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 technology and the brains behind the operation but it's yeah it's the two of us and sort of uh trying to uh trying to make the best possible dating and relationship app we can
1: amazing great um so what made you start salt was it from your own personal experiences of online dating or stories from friends or what made you come up with this
2: it's probably probably the answer all all of the above (laughs) i think on the whole, I mean, I've used online dating to to try and, you know, meet someone to marry. And, and that's actually how I met my wife. I met on um, Christian Connection, um, which I sort of used on and off for a few years. And it sort of was very, well, I suppose, successful for us. But um, I think having seen my own experience and also heard about, you know, experiences of, of Sophie's friends and, and her experience and even some of my friends, I think there was sort of a general feeling that, christian dating apps or websites hadn't really evolved in 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 line with a lot of the other secular apps and products so you look at some of the the products were quite expensive um you know simple things like the double opt-in where it means you only get messages from people you've chosen to match with or, or sort of to like which which seems quite you know quite basic a lot of that stuff actually wasn't happening so you could get lots of unsolicited messages which was obviously to degrade the user experience Mm -hmm. and then you've got the price points and then you've also got other aspects around the product and functionality so i think we felt that you know we felt inspired by looking at the success of um take hinge for example or bumble or a bunch of other great apps and thought let's try and create something that's you know um, more that we would what, what we would have liked to have used or what our friends would like to use. Now, you know, got lots of our friends or family or relatives all use it and friends are friends. So, you know, people are using it, which is great. Um, but I think another side to it, beyond just creating an app or a product that, you know, we're proud of and people like, I think it's a, a much bigger vision. Um, and I think, you know, God's been speaking to us as we've been going on this journey about where we want to go with where salt can go and what role it can take. And I think we sort of look at it about it's not just about uh, an app to connect and commit sort uh, of connect with other people but rather trying to support and encourage people on that whole continuum of being single through to deciding to date through to dating through to being in a relationship through to building the relationship and through to preparing for marriage a bit like the marriage prep course so there's there's so there's such a long period um that you know the journey that christians go on as individuals and wouldn't it be great if the app yes uh, but salt as a as a company as a as a as a a, i suppose a broader proposition was able to support and enable and encourage these godly relationships and connections because you know fundamentally relationships are hard Mm -hmm. and they require a lot of work and um so yeah i think anything we can do to support people on that journey is, is something that we're really excited about
1: that feels like a pretty huge um, vision. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I know that is. Mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's
0: a lot I think you're going for there. Well,
2: you know, and it started, it literally started as a let's try and make an app um, that's a little bit better than what's out there. Mm. And then when that went live and we had, you know, thousands of people sign up in the first couple of days and and my business partner Chris he's not a Christian he's like wow this is amazing so he quit his job and and joined at full time and said let's do this Um, because because there was that pent up demand and and, but you know it did just start as let's just make a better app and then it was a bit about okay thinking okay well what are we doing things differently other than moving a few pixels and changing some colours and having a product with no bugs actually how do we celebrate you know the whole person, because a lot of apps might be superficial or might not actually enable you to share everything about who you are. So how can Salt, as a, as, a, as a product, actually help people really be seen for who they are and not just you know the way they might be perceived through their looks or certain things they say or how funny their profile is. And so that 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 sort of was something that we really felt early on. But I think there's this vision that we're talking about how to really support people on that whole journey and how that connects to the content we're producing and how we interact and how maybe. A dating app is just one part of the product set. Actually, we 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 during COVID we um, we built a speed dating platform to let our users match and meet with each other. So that's another product which actually people are still using. It's very very popular. It's another thing that we can do. So on top of that, if we think about events or if we think about you know videos or if we think about particular shows and interactive stuff that we're thinking about, there's, there's so much stuff there that I can actually help help redefine the conversation that we're all having. And I think, you know, the, the work that you guys are doing is, is really helpful in that regard because we need more people talking about you know the realities of building a relationship the realities of trying to meet someone. the things that are difficult the things that are cringy the things that are funny it's like the more people have conversations the more that actually they go away and, and talk to their friends or their family and you know they they really try and bring bring all these these topics into the light as it were and um and that's really healthy because it means people can then talk things through and and you know hopefully try and, um trying to uh, try and find the, the the best and most appropriate way for them to go on that relationship journey that i mentioned
1: Gosh, we have so many questions coming up that. Well I know I do, do you? <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. lot to process. Yeah. 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 So like th- we love this idea of kind of redefining how dating is and making it easier for people, like it not being superficial, but being possible to do it online. Um, which I think, especially now with COVID, I imagine mm. your numbers must have gone up mm. in this yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Um h- yeah, how how has that changed through the pandemic? And also like, is it yeah? is it working is kind of by the question is um, are people actually meeting each other, dating, um, having good experiences through that app?
2: I think, I think with, I think, yeah, with with COVID, um, we've definitely seen the usage numbers go, go right up, new record highs, but I, but I think you'd see that across the board with any dating app or product that you speak to probably. <laughs> um, but, but you ask a good question, you know, so, so people are on there. So what in a way? And I think, you know, Google released some data earlier on this year. Basically, citing the fact that a lot of people, and it's been well documented before, a lot of people would use someone like Tinder with no plan of actually ever going on a date. It's a form of entertainment. It's a form of, yes, someone likes me. It's a form of a match. And maybe you have a conversation. And actually, you know, younger generations now, again, according to Google's data, actually consider a WhatsApp conversation or messaging on app as a first date. And so it's redefining sort of stuff (laughs) in a particular way, which, you know, it's quite weird to me, um, but I'm probably a bit older. (laughs) But you know so i think the um whether people actually are now meeting yes they might be on the app yes they might be getting the sort of uh the rush of, of someone liking their profile or even just of wasting a bit of time swiping or whatever um is actually resulting in dates and intentional you know relationship mm-hmm. and stuff the, the short answer is we just don't know because i mean i suppose in the uk we go into lockdown and it eases and you go back and then i suppose people try and jump away for a holiday then they come back and then it's sort of like you know people aren't maybe thinking or approaching things in the same way so you know our relationships top of people priorities i mean in some ways maybe yes because again other data recent data is talking about people maybe being lonely or not having that community and so wanting to have a relationship but on the flip side there's so much other things going on with people's jobs and livelihoods and families and friends and, and whatever so i think there's lots of other things at play here um but yeah, so, so, so the short answer is I don't know. People are using it and people, you know, are meeting, I think. But I think where Salt is, is going to be different to a lot of other apps is that we are really focused on serious relationships and it's not sort of a casual mm-hmm. way of meeting. So, you know, by and large, the people who are on Salt have taken the made the effort to go on there to create a profile, to fill in questions around their faith and about who they are. Um, and they're on there because they basically, you know, by and large uh, – Agree that you know they want to they want to be in a relationship with a view to to be to being married. So I think it's far more serious. So I think you know even if people are having to date virtually or through the speed dating or, or you know going to Skype or Zoom or whatever, I think um, I think I think I think it does still work provided people are, um, you know, coming into it with the same mindset. And that is one of, you know, I want to try and build something because, you know, although long distance is hard and although, you know, it's a bit more difficult over video or whatever, I still think and we've still heard stories of, you know, people, you know, even meeting through the app and sort of trying to build something virtually for a while and, you know, see where it goes. So, yeah, I think it's sort of a mixed bag on that one.
1: And what about the speed dating? Because I've heard that that's been like super, super popular, getting sold out, has... Has that been going well?
2: Yeah, and we, we've run it at different times depending on lockdown or not lockdown but but yeah sometimes we we have different you know ticket allocations and sometimes they're selling out within a few minutes so um, yes it's popular and um, I think people have really enjoyed it and you know we've even had some comments so so yes it, it's there to you know hopefully provide you with some matches and some sort of I suppose short speed dates but actually other people have said it was a real breath of fresh air back in April May for the chance to actually have a real-life human conversation mm-hmm. during lockdown so if you think of people who maybe don't have that tight community where they're living actually to go and have a conversation with someone in the evening is actually really wonderful and, and sort of life-giving so so yeah it's been um, something that's been really successful
1: um I think yeah that's something we've been talking about a lot about what is like a successful day and is it always that it ends in like a relationship a marriage or is it sometimes actually just mm. getting to know someone having a great conversation with someone so I think that's also really valuable and just giving people yeah. confidence to kind of try um and it not going yeah. to be super high pressure and um, even if you know the overall intention is one day to meet
2: uh, so i think i think you hit the nail on the head with one of the the hardest or you know most uh, difficult ones to 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 sort of balance because on one hand we probably all agree that it's it's worthwhile being you know intentional to a degree but on the flip side it's the pressure that can really kill something before it even starts and sort of like the expectation that this has got to be a big thing that sort of you know third date You need to propose and get married and stuff and and i suppose you know there's data and there's studies around the different pressure on guys versus girls and you know the number ratios and, and and the expectations maybe on men or women in the church and what their roles should and shouldn't be so there's all that stuff to play with but yeah. But I think you're, re- you're really right. And it's like, it's really hard to know because at the same time, you know, d- dating and building a relationship requires a lot of work and effort. It's sort of, it's not something that just happens. And, you know, going online or trying to meet someone or go on dates, whatever, it, it takes a lot of your time and emotional energy. So uh, I do think it's a, it's a really tough one to get right. And so I suppose my, my view is it, it comes back to us as individuals and, and how we approach interaction. So I think it's sort of, you know, being aware that, you know, having a conversation or going on a date does probably take its toll if for introverts and extroverts it's going to be slightly different. Yeah. Um but but you know it's sort of an expectation or a realization rather that um that you know does take something from you. Um, but at the same time it's also to I think this is also an important point is to every date or opportunity of meeting someone is an opportunity to actually to love a fellow brother or sister in Christ. And I've had conversations with friends who have said, you know, dating has been really helpful because they actually begin to know and understand more about, you know, what's important to them. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that's why I suppose it's really, really critical to treat everyone in a way that if you never see them again and you know you don't have a second or third date or whatever it's actually they come away feeling more encouraged um and and viewing a date as an opportunity to try and love someone else love our neighbor as we as we probably as christians are challenged to do in every aspect of our lives be it with our family yeah. our, our children or whatever it is um so i think that that sort of pulls and holds true across the dating piece but but i do think that's probably one of the hardest things to get right
0: mm-hmm yeah it's like a very fine line (laughs) to tread isn't it and i think as well i think like actually i agree with that like the dates as like doesn't necessarily need to lead to long-term relationships but actually sometimes a successful date can just be you got to know a bit more about yourself and actually there's the opportunity Mm. to treat someone else with dignity and respect as well and just have a laugh as well and take the pressure out of it it's an opportunity to learn and it can be successful just being four or five days that and that was all that was ever meant to be
2: yeah yeah completely agree I think that's a really good point
0: yeah nailed it <laughs> <laughs> so you spoke you like um kind of mentioned the kind of number of disparities well so we were just wondering yeah what kind of yeah. the ratio is on soul of men to women have signed up.
2: It's yeah. I mean, we don't we don't sort of you know, publish or, or sort of give any specific numbers around all of our users. Um, mm. But what we've seen, and it's sort of it fluctuated ever so slightly. But it's what it's done is, is hold broadly true to the ratios within the church. Yeah. Um, and so and those range anything uh, from fifty fifty in mm. the Catholic Church or catholic churches through to as far as 7030 and some of the more evangelical protestant churches so that's the range we've seen from the data and yeah. then we would oscillate between those um mm. and it depends on different age and location and all that sort of stuff as well so yeah. it's um and i think that's an important point as well because a dating app you know you, you need you need a sort of a critical mass of people I suppose but you also need it all of the right ages and genders in the mm-hmm. right locations to make it actually worthwhile so it's sort of very dependent on all those factors
1: Yeah, I wonder why the Catholics are 50-50 maybe we've picked the wrong denomination <laughs> <Just a sign. laughs> yeah there a we go fact. maybe <laughs> that's where we've been
0: base your theology on where the men are
1: I don't actually believe that, guys. Just <laughs> um, So I guess for lots of our listeners, some of them are online da- on online dating already. Some of them are maybe thinking like maybe they should try it, but there's still kind of a bit of a stigma around it. Like, oh, going on, on- online dating means I'm really desperate yeah. or kind of that yeah. negative idea. Um, what kind of what would be your tips for someone who's thinking about trying
2: online dating. Yeah, I mean so what are your guys' views on this? Would you mean you, in your sort of a conversations experience. I mean, do you think there is a stigma still with online dating?
0: I think it's getting less and less to be honest, and I think it's actually it's a far more it's the way that people meet that is that is mm. how it happens these days and i think that's probably increased through covid as well mm. and i feel like um with my like friends who aren't christians that's it's just accepted that's exactly what you would do but it feels a little bit like sometimes yeah. there's more of a stigma around the church and online dating I don't well, know from
2: sort do... of like churches or church leadership or whatever
0: no like so even like my friends who are yeah like christian and thinking about dating There's more hesitancy from my friends who are in the church to do it than my friends who aren't that's interesting
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know why that is because i so i tried salt because we were interviewing you and i was like i should you know do some background <laughs> no, research well, but that putting was putting like in a- the hard yards yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know really committed to the cause of the podcast
2: we um, should have upgraded you to like premium and given oh, you like a super profile well, or something
1: you're welcome to anytime <laughs> just send me um, your email yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm sorry i didn't pay for premium yet but I was just, you know, dipping my foot in the water. Well, no,
2: don't. We'll give it to you free of charge. Don't uh, worry.
1: Get it. <laughs> Guys, next podcast, going to be married.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. We'll have to do a follow-up
1: <laughs> at the wedding in four months, right? Literally saying all the things that we don't promote. I know. I honestly, oh, if I, yeah. No. Um, but go. if I did eventually get married off so, of course, you would be invited to the wedding, both of you. Thanks. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's been a long day. Um yeah, I think there is a bit, but I do I definitely think COVID, a lot of people who wouldn't yeah. have gone on online dating before have gone mm. on. But obviously that's there's added yeah. difficulty of not being able to meet. So
2: I think yeah, I mean, just just to just pick up on the point about stigma and stuff, I sort of I, I think I think you probably I probably agree. It's sort of changing over time and in a way mm. maybe the church and people in the church actually maybe we're a little bit behind you know Mm. all of our friends who aren't christians and it's sort of completely accepted so i think um and actually we look at sort of apps like Musmatch where uh, it's serving the Muslim community and actually there's more of an arranged marriage culture there. And mm-hmm. so actually they can link that in and sort of it's, it, in, in many ways I think the dating, online dating is actually very intentional. So, you know, one one thing that, you know, it's just my personal view and certainly maybe it's the case for me and my friends and, and other people is, you know, maybe that first instance about why it's difficult, why people are naturally skeptical is that you really are, you're making the decision to put yourself out there. So it's a, it's a very much a decision that says, I think I am ready to date and I'm going to put myself on on an app and I'm going to take the time. And so I think it's that sort of step, which is actually can sometimes be quite a big one for some people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, discussed this with lots of people before where actually, even if you're very skeptical and you don't want to use online dating, actually sometimes just creating a profile and answering the questions. And even if you have your profile as invisible and you go and maybe view some other people, it's um well you actually can't do that on salt but you know you can maybe use your friend's salt and just 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 look at other people but but it's sort of it's it's a step that one can take which Mm. just sort of says okay i'm going towards that and so i think there's that um there's that element to it um but i also think it's sort of it's definitely deemed to also be that that far less romantic option isn't it it's sort of you know Mm. meeting online does doesn't have the same ring as sort of um, someone sweeping you off your feet, or sort of eyes, okay, sort yeah. of locking eyes uh, across a bar or something. So, so I think there is that side to it as well. But um, as far as as advice and tips, I, I think I think it comes back to, you know, I think with a lot of things in life, our our happiness or our viewpoint is is, is sort of the delta between or the difference between our expectations and reality. And I think it's also recognizing if you want to do it first of all it's sort of discerning that you're ready to date and you know because we probably all know of and we probably all have been at different times maybe emotionally or whatever unavailable people that actually you're you're not in the right state to go and meet someone and to take them on that own journey because again it's largely a selfless pursuit to make you feel better when actually we probably need to be in, in, in the place that says i'm ready to you know get to know someone and really give up my time and, and, and sort of really understand the amount of effort it's going to take to try and meet someone so i think the realization that you know it's it's hard work sometimes is really helpful up front because it's a bit like you know i'm really committing to this and i'm I'm then you know bringing friends and family into that journey as well because i think trying to do all things alone is pretty tough as you know particularly with covid being in a community having friends sharing these conversations the frustrations all that stuff is really important we cannot do this alone so you know know that it's going to be a bit of effort you know take a few steps um involve other people and then, you know, like we were saying earlier, it's, it's, it's that um, trying to trot that, tr- tread that line between, you know, being that intentional and, you know, serious and respecting others, but at the same time, go and enjoy yourself. It's meant to be fun. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, I think those would be the things. And then I suppose specifically if you get online and stuff, I mean, that's a whole other kettle of fish about, you know, profile and um, you know, c- communication and style and sort of how you yeah how you sort of set up your profile and interact with others but um I think those are the things I would consider well personally and I'd say to my friends or whatever those are the things to maybe bear in mind as we go on the journey
1: are there any kind of killer things to do on your profile are there some people's profiles that are just get in hundreds of oh, likes every right. day <laughs> yeah
2: I mean <laughs> It's um yeah if you've got oh. a dog or you got some pets or whatever dogs dogs or cats would probably. Work. I've been skipping past. Um, them. Yeah, we skip thing.
0: past them. That's really surprising.
2: <laughs> oh right, okay, well that's that's not working. So so you know someone with a dog or something that's not a, not a good. No. No? We
1: might be unusual. No. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. We'll have to we'll have to look at the data <laughs> again, right? Well, yeah. I mean, this. Um, so that's popular, um, and then I think people that make an effort. I know it sounds cliche, but you know, like actually make the effort to answer yeah. a bunch of questions and actually, you know, get your friends to look at it and say, okay, that's just a bit weird, or that's a bit serious, or that's like trying to be too funny or just trying too hard or that's just a bit dull you know it's like don't be dull as well because it's you know so i said try and communicate all aspects of your personality because everyone's got yeah. things they're interested in be passionate about something you know there, there's a p- bunch of questions that we've created that give you the chance to really talk about your interests and what you're passionate about and so i think really try and communicate you know who you are more photos uh, mm-hmm. rather than fewer photos makes a big difference so that's that's again the data says the more photos you have the more likely more more likes you get um and then um, no, I mean, I suppose selfies are hard to avoid these days, but stuff like gym selfies or sunglasses or anything too posing from a guy perspective is like, that's that's a big
1: no-no. Wait, um, from a guy's perspective but, uh, of girls or some... for a guy to do? Um, yeah. No, the
2: other way around. Yeah, the guy profiles are sort of, okay, yeah. are we right on that one, right? It's the, the, the gym selfies and the power. No, they're okay. not winners.
1: They're yeah, still so, doing um, it though, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> are they yeah i mean I, I, so we, I, we should probably do something actually in the app that encourages people to um to do that or, or maybe we just um we build into the algorithm that if you if you do all those things we just deprioritize the profile or
1: something <laughs> maybe it, you should do a training <laughs> to incentivize session. people get someone with a really great profile
2: tra- well you know yeah we could just and we could do, yeah, we could do something on YouTube. Just get an interview with a few people. We could, we could profile. We could look at all the data and say these guys. That's what JSwipe do, actually, the Jewish dating app. They, um, and I mm-hmm. think Tinder does it as well. They, they sort of uh, look, they profile the the best profiles, and that's based on you know popularity or sort of what they think's the best. And so, um, but that's subjective <laughs> anyway. Um, but then also, I think when you interact and start speaking to people, I think it's really important to. Yeah. ask questions and again engage in in the mm-hmm. conversation um but then you know don't let it go on for too long just um you know if you feel like you're sort of clicking with someone i suppose it's then just get it offline and when it's uh, legal to do so go for a go for a coffee yeah. or a beer or something don't 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 leave it you hear of you know stories of people that sort of talk online for like a month or two yes. and then they start you know declaring declaring (laughs) love for one another or something and then they haven't even met and and this is not taken from data from salt but rather you know stuff you read in the papers or whatever right so it's sort of it's sort of these are probably the most extreme stories but it does happen and it's a bit like you know so much comes down to that first 30 seconds of interaction i think um and just yeah seeing whether yeah whether you click
1: i guess that is like an ongoing challenge as well of any kind of online dating thing is that I think in some ways, obviously, even in life, we can be quite superficial. But when you don't have any of those kind of interactions, charisma, stuff like that, that is a massive challenge to try and overcome that and put your personality across in written form and photos as opposed to face to face. So I guess, yeah, meeting up quicker does definitely give you a bit more of an idea. Yeah, (laughs) yeah
2: definitely definitely and i think video is going to play a bigger role in dating app profiles or dating apps and um even audio as well you know hearing someone talk that can can help you know fill in a few more sort of blanks as it were into understanding more about the whole person so
1: well we're about to get kicked off our zoom meeting (laughs) um but yeah thank you so much it was so great to talk to you and really yeah really interesting conversation And great helpful tips for salt use, which is, you know, appreciated.
2: Uh, No, not at all. Thank you for um, thank you for having me. It's been yeah nice to talk and yeah Yeah. discuss all things dating and relationships. We might
1: come back to you when you know we might have some more questions from our listeners when they've listened to this. So we'll uh, let you know if we've got any feedback. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, please do. But thank you, and it's
0: actually great to meet someone as well who is a successful online data and yeah. has got a marriage out of it so that's actually wonderful it does, it work. does work let's just share that yeah it does work okay so from there and um, have you got any kind of major thoughts or anything that you want to maybe say
1: <laughs> i mean i think we both know we need to work on starting and ending our interviews yes
0: <laughs> and also apparently starting a whole podcast <laughs> and ending the podcast
1: we're not good at beginnings and ends but sorry we guys. Thrive in the middle yeah <laughs> Um oh my yeah, I love talking to Paul. I just felt like he had really good things to say. He'd really thought through about what they're trying to do and they're trying to actually make something really good mm. on the Salt platform. I found that really encouraging that they're yeah, that they're seeking to make that a really helpful tool for Christians and the vision behind it I loved. So yeah. I thought lots of really interesting things came Absolutely. up from that.
0: I also loved his tips on um what are kind of the most popular um profiles and yeah. uh, i love how ironic it is that he was like people with animals <laughs>
1: <laughs> clearly we are like the two people on this planet who skip past people who were like it did not do that here's me with my dog here's me with my cat but maybe other people do that too i don't. I know absolutely maybe it is so yeah we'd love to know your thoughts what you think about what paula said what your experiences mm. of online dating have been and um, so you can drop us an email at a tale of two singles at gmail.com you can instagram us facebook us at a tale of two singles yeah. Send us voice notes if you want. Someone sent us a voice note on Instagram the other day. I really enjoyed it. So you can do that as well.
0: Yeah. Please do send a bit. And also actually tell us if this has maybe made you question or rethink what your views are on online dating. Mm-hmm. Whether actually maybe it's opened up your willingness to try it or maybe retry it. Yeah. Or if you're still like, it's not something that I see for me. Yeah. It'd be
1: interesting to hear. It would. And I thought it was very interesting because obviously this was a big gap in the market for a christian yeah. dating app and paul saw that but actually even though maybe his experience of online dating was like he saw the frustrations with it he met someone through yeah. christian connection and he said a lot of his friends had met people through online dating so it obviously is working for people yeah. to meet people um and i liked what he was saying as well about it being like a step out like actually even for me i was rese- i was kind of thought we're interviewing so like Mm. Paul's agreed to it I better actually check out the Soul app and see what it's like and filling in the thing it felt a bit like humbling or a bit like oh this is a bit scary to fill in this thing about myself and put myself out there into the world and I liked what he was saying about like actually the act of doing that that's helping you to actually think okay I'm serious about this and also like Mm. who am I and how do I want to present myself to the world and what what am I looking for yeah it's a
0: good way of making you kind of reassess or like self-evaluate in a way but yeah. maybe you don't necessarily always do
1: still waiting for my um, super Creamy. profile have, you, m- have you messaged? I haven't I well will. there you go, that's why you're still waiting <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Um, And also, yeah, guys, sorry that I... I don't know what happened. i also had um, some wine, I think, when recording that interview. I don't know why (laughs) I decided that I was going to switch to nomination and also just get married in a few weeks, which neither of... As Geraldine pointed out, I think that I would necessarily... Necessarily be backing. Be promoting. Just become a husband hunter. (laughs) Catholics, (laughs) watch out.
0: (laughs) She's coming for you. Next mass, here she is. (laughs)
1: Um...
0: I know. What are we going to do next?
1: I was just going to say, so someone else messaged in asking about single events and why or whether guys would consider going to singles, Christian singles events. Um, And if not, why not? So guys, if you're listening, that's another question for you. I didn't know that single Christian events existed, but apparently they do, but they're Mm. mostly attended by single women. So, Yeah, this person also says that she was really looking forward to this interview and says that Salt have changed the game for Christian dating, to be honest. So, Mm. great job, Salt. Yeah, well done. Um, But yeah, Christian single events, ever attended one?
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have ever attended one, actually. Because I was thinking maybe like sometimes, you know, the camps that happen in the summer. Mm. I think there's events that happen there, but I don't think I've ever attended any.
1: Yeah, interesting. That
0: I can think of. All that comes to mind... Is in the Vicar of Dibley when they do <laughs> speed dating. In and it's the just village. all the men from the future. <laughs> yeah. It's just Frank, Jim, <laughs> that's Owen, David. There they are.
1: <laughs> oh, so good, so good. I know. Um, yeah, but that's a very interesting question. And actually, yeah, someone else has been messaging us about like the setup and setting. Oh, yeah. Like if we committed to set our friends up with single. Guys or girls, um, how that might look and how that might help to have that mutual connection, but also a problem of maybe friendship groups, everyone knowing each other and therefore being a bit awkward. But I think we could definitely talk about the setup at some point as well.
0: Yeah, I think we could. So if you have thoughts about that, let us know. Yeah.
1: I know. Okay, well, it's nearly time to end, but obviously, you know, we've been trying to do quarter chaos. Somehow we ended up in some medical mayhem last week. Yeah. And now, loving that this has become a thing. Yeah. Someone has sent us in a medical mishap, mayhem, courting chaos story. <laughs> Absolutely
0: brilliant! I love it. I was honestly laughing for a good period of time after reading this initially. So good. it's so funny.
1: I mean, I was gonna get you to read it, but now I'm. I don't think if I can that's... read. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I can't read. You're gonna have to do it. I read it. Okay, so we got this Instagram message. Thoroughly enjoyed it. So she writes, Hello, this is not a court in chaos, but it is the most awkward thing that's ever happened to me with a medical professional. (laughs) This year, I had to go to the dentist several times. And although I'm married, I couldn't help but notice that my dentist was young and very attractive. That's a win. (laughs) Married people have eyes too. It's okay. (laughs) At my last appointment, he invited me into the room and I laid back on the couch. The nurse had stepped out to get something. So it's just me and him. Then he said, Okay, open your mouth. I'm just going to put my tongue in your mouth. (laughs) And then very quickly he said, thumb. I'm just going to put my thumb in your mouth. I really could not help bursting into awkward laughter while he turned bright red. Then he tried several times to start by injecting my mouth with anesthetic. But each time he came near me, I burst into laughter. It was very awkward, but we got through it somehow. that's honestly one of my all-time favorite
0: stories i absolutely love that i
1: just kind of imagine my dentist saying
0: that. <laughs> no neither can i i honestly would have been exactly the same as this um listener i would have been absolutely dying with laughter if that had been me in that setting it's so funny so good oh, so, story. Awkward.
1: so yes please we love the stories yeah keep, keep sending in your courting chaos stories or your medical mayhem stories yeah no apparently we do are. both
0: sections yeah. now <laughs>
1: I love them both. <laughs> we're just working our way into other. Also- oh, oh, did you yeah, just think no, about it?
0: Let's see,
1: what we did. Because
0: we, we actually did get some feedback um, from a listener about the sexy sickness with the doctor that Sarah was planning <laughs> to go in for with her um, sore back. And um, we were informed by one um, listener who is a doctor a medical professional and told us that um the first thing to do, the first examination,
1: is a rectal examination if you've got backache <laughs> and you sent us an article. <laughs> so I'm really glad that I didn't go. Yeah, it turns out that. out that backache is not that sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that is not that's one way to make an impression for sure, but not the impression <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> oh my gosh so anyway we hope that you enjoyed the interview as much as we did we hope you found it helpful
0: yeah please give us your feedback let us know
1: Please do, send us your stories, send us your experiences with online dating. We'll also probably, we're kind of thinking about what we can do in coming episodes and future seasons, so yeah. I was thinking maybe we could put out some Instagram polls or questions asking people, you know, what do you like most about the pod? Yeah. What would you like to hear in other seasons? What are your favourite episodes so far? Who would you like us to have in as guests? Yeah. Etc. cetera, et cetera. so. Let us know. Please do let us know. If you're not on social media, drop us an email at taleoftwosingles at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. Thanks so much. (laughs) See you later,
0: guys. Bye. Bye.